Welcome to the podcast. I am Joe Posnanski, and with me is Michael Shore. Michael, welcome. Joe, thank you for having me. You know, I'm going to say something right here. I'm go going to ahead. say something. I think right I know here. what you're going to say, but go ahead and say it. You sound just fantastic. <laughs> I was going okay. to do that marvelous thing. I'm glad I didn't do that. Yeah. Uh, you sound absolutely fantastic. So here's what happened. We've done, uh, this is now our 6,000th podcast <laughs> together. And after 6,000 of them, I decided to try something revolutionary that had, I don't think has ever been done before in the history, the brief but, but fairly significant history of podcasting, which is I purchased a microphone. This is amazing. <laughs> yeah, this, is this is amazing. I mean, for you and me, this counts as like a revolutionary technological breakthrough. I purchased a microphone for about $80, and I'm now using it. And it looks, I wish you could see it, it looks so official. It has one of those screens that goes over it, so I don't you know, uh, uh, pop my P's or, or aspirate my S's or whatever you do. And it has a pair of headphones that you plug into it. And now I can hear you really well. And for the first time ever, we're not just using the crummy mics that come standard in like desktop computers. It's kind of a big deal. It is a big deal. It's a huge deal. And, and there's no question in my mind when they do the uh, oral history of the, of the podcast, yeah. uh, on slate or wherever uh this will be like one of the this will be literally like one of the big they'll interview you like your wife and 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 various friends that you have just right. talking about the day you got the microphone i assume this it'll be episode let's say six of the 10 part ken burns uh <laughs> retrospective of the of the podcast right the whole of the podcast the whole episode will be devoted to me purchasing this microphone <laughs> Well, I have found something cool too. So, so we are using. I, I don't know if we should say the product because I I don't know because they're they're not paying uh, you know to to support us. Sure. Uh, but we are. I don't care. We're using ZenCaster uh, to record this because it's they're super easy. Um, and up top, I had never noticed this before. We've used it for a little while now. Never noticed it before. There are these little boxes up top where you can do all sorts of cool sound effects. Apparently. Okay. Uh, for instance, there's one that's that says ballpark, and if you click on it, it sounds like this. That mm -hmm. is so great. How, I mean, if we had learned of this months ago, it would have changed everything. I mean, it, it, it's we're probably the only people who have any use for that. <laughs> oh, not the only people, but we're certainly people who have a use for it. There's there's no question that numerous times uh, through the years of us doing this, the, the the many many years of us doing this, um, we would think if we only could make that ballpark sound like that's yes. sort of sort of the key to this whole thing. Now there's other also, stuff. People should also know that I don't have that ability because you started the the you, you were the one who sent me the link to join you. So I don't. If you hear that noise, that's Joe doing. That's it. that's me. And also, yeah, if you I hear. If you hear dramatic piano, yeah, that's me. That's me. That's I just did you, that. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's awesome. It apparently lasts forever. By the way, it just I think that's just going oh, to be there for the. You have to shut it off for it to I stop. Guess, I guess you have to stop it. I guess because that just apparently will just go the entire podcast, which would have been great. I never should have stopped that. Actually. Isn't this so sad that I mean it's it's 2017 and we've done we've literally done over a hundred of these and we're literally 
microphones and sound effects are things that are making us really like, excited about our lives. Well, the good thing is it's not like sound effects go back to like the 20s or anything like that. You know, we just yeah. discovered them. That's really, really cool. Um, yeah. Very exciting day uh, here. It is a very exciting day. We are going to do our draft. Um, and and I have to admit, uh, you know, we're, we're, I'm always a little bit baffled by our drafts uh, because we never ever talk about them other than say, oh, but we just draft this and then that's it. We never discuss them. Um, we are going to draft beverages. That's our, that's our draft this week, beverages. Mm -hmm. I, I don't, I don't technically know what a beverage is. I like, mean, you what know is, what it, you know what, it's a thing you drink. It, but is, but is, but does beverage, like, does that take it to a different level? I mean, when you hear beverages, you think of alcoholic beverages or you think, you know what I mean? I mean, it's like, is anything that you drink a beverage? I think of, when I think of beverages, I think of you're looking at a menu and at the end of the menu, it says beverages. And then you list all of the things you can order that are liquid that you can drink. Okay. So I guess it would be, it would be yeah. anything would be anything liquidy other than like soup that you drink. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just, I'm just throwing, wait, wait a minute. Hold on. Listen to this. There you I go. just, I just so happy that. <laughs> Almost literally, I should just do that 500 times during the during the thing. All yeah. right, so I think I know what beverages are. I, I, I just wanted to know. I just wanted to be sure because I'm not a – you know this. I'm not a – I don't drink a lot. I'm not a big drinker. Right. Um, so I'm not going to be able to, like, come in with some good hardcore alcoholic beverages because I don't, I don't drink that much and I don't know that much about it. Uh, so I just wanted – you know, so I don't know if that puts me at a big disadvantage or not. I don't think it does. I mean, uh, I mean, we'll find out how many of your <laughs> choices were alcoholic. Probably very few, and well, I guess we'll also find out how many of them were soups, which, <laughs> which I hope is, I kind of hope is all of them. But no, I don't. I, I mean, I, like every draft we do, there was no discussion about what anything meant. So I, there was so no the rules. World is, the world is our oyster here. The Who world the is our pick? oyster. Is it you have the first pick in the oh. in the in the new year. Great. Uh, easy first pick here. The first pick is water. Sure. Uh, it's the only thing that all living creatures need to live. <laughs> there's, there's one reason. Uh, it is, uh, I mean, it, there's nothing. What do you need to say about water? It's the most crucial beverage. It's the best thing to drink when you're thirsty. It's, the, it's good when it's cold. It's good when it's hot. You can use it to clean things. You can use it to to uh stay alive on earth i mean it's uh, there's there's no way that there's any number one choice besides water no it had to be water it was the number yeah. one choice my question about water is this we have water for basically since the beginning of time uh beginning of earth i guess we've had water why did we need to invent anything else to drink well, obviously, water has no flavor really right so, right you know once we got past the point as creatures whenever that was when we had the ability to you know move like experiment and you add things to water they it has like a the, then the panoply of tastes opens up to you as a creature that's a good thing right and by the way did you hear how i used the word panoply and you definitely it was totally smooth because of it the was covering my microphone it was because of the microphone uh panoply sounded fantastic and yeah. I almost think that we should almost, we should have like a podcast, like word of the day, 
kind of thing. Oh. You know, to, to, you know, to, to, because I think most people who listen to this would agree it's not only uh, entertainment; it's also educational for 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 our listeners. I would hope uh, so. And now, now they they have panoply t- as as a word they can use. Yeah. Word of the day for whatever number podcast this is: panoply. <laughs> panoply. <laughs> can you spell panoply? P a n o p l y, right? I think that's right. Yeah, yeah that's right. Yeah. Excellent word. All right. Thank well, water you. is the only number one choice. There, there is no other choice. Uh, lots of number two choices. Uh, I'm going to go with one that it's not necessarily a favorite beverage of mine, although I certainly like it, but I just feel it is sort of one of the most crucial of all beverages, and that's coffee. Um, the thing that I've always thought about coffee, and, and I I drink my share of coffee, I suppose. I'm not a crazy, like, coffee is something people are religious about, right? I mean, they just, it's like they live their entire lives built around getting up in the morning and having their coffee before anything. And it has to be a certain kind of coffee and all of that. I'm not really like that. I, I like coffee fine and, and do feel a little bit better in the morning after having my, my hit of coffee or whatever. Um, but the thing I've always thought about coffee is there is, there is no non-alcoholic beverage that people drink that they seem to savor quite the same. You see people drink coffee and it's like, it's like they're getting a hit of something, you know, like you'll, you'll be in like a, a Starbucks or, or one of the other coffee type shops that like one of the big ones where there are lots of people in there and you'll see people kind of like shakily waiting for their coffee, like for their name to get called. And then they grab the coffee and, and like immediately take like a sip. And then it's just like, oh boy, it's just, boy, I, no other drink, again, non-alcoholic drink, uh, sort of soothes the soul uh, the way coffee does. I've always been jealous of that. I've always, I like coffee and I've always wanted to like it more because people seem to have such, such great enjoyment out of it. So my first pick will be coffee. It's a strong choice. It's probably the right choice. I would say, I mean, they literally are getting a hit off. It has a drug in it. <laughs> it is a drug. <laughs> it is. It is a drug. Yeah. You're not being metaphorical. It's got a, <laughs> it's got a legal drug in it that makes people feel good and gives them like energy and focus. So uh, no, it's it's great. I'm not a I'm not fetishistic about coffee in the way. Are you a coffee drinker though? Are I am. Coffee, yes, okay. I'm a regular daily coffee drinker. But um, and I've only recently kind of expanded my uh, my palate to like espresso based drinks. I okay. never really cared for them, but now I find the sort of efficiency of espresso to be kind of irresistible. Like I <laughs> I, I used to drink a cup of coffee in the morning and one cup of coffee in the afternoon. And but like the cup of coffee in the afternoon would often go half undrunk, you know, like right. I would kind of run out of steam. And I didn't really need it that much. And so but the espresso, man, oh, man, that's great. That's a very efficient situation there. You get you it gets like you right three, to you. It gets it gets goes right to the goes right to the source and is very quick. So I've I've now drink an espresso in the afternoon. And that the first time I did it, I stayed up until about three in the morning. <laughs> I have a friend. Okay, so tell me if you think this is weird. Uh, a friend who travels a lot, is a sports writer, uh, travels a lot, literally, you know, on the road. He was a baseball writer, so he's been on the road, uh, you know, whatever, 50 times a year. He's on a plane, basically, maybe even more. Um, he literally trained himself to drink black coffee straight with nothing in it because he wanted to drink coffee on planes and 
he didn't want to have to deal with like all of the difficulties of creameries and creams and sugars and all the, sure. cause you know, you have, you're very, so he literally trained himself just to drink black coffee straight. Uh, so he could drink it on planes. Is that an admirable thing or just really bizarre? No, I think that's great. I, I yeah. often drink it. I drink it in a variety of ways, but I often drink it black. Really straight the, with yeah, nothing in it. I can't do if that. it's, if it's good coffee, it, it, uh, you know, it's like a lot of uh, flavorful beverages. It's just a matter of like getting accustomed to it. Um, for yeah, example, as, an, as, an, as a, a comparison, I'll go to right to my number two pick, which is whiskey. Uh, whiskey is the best of the alcoholic beverages to my mind. It's, I, I really love the taste of it. I don't drink very often either, but when I do, I almost exclusively drink single malt whiskeys, which are the most kind of like specific and flavorful and what people would consider to be like harsh. If you're not a whiskey drinker and you drink whiskey, you don't want to drink a single malt whiskey because it's very like very often very like peaty or very like or very sort of strong and distinct flavor. But if you get accustomed to it, it's they're wonderful. And they and uh, you, you can train yourself to drink whiskey in the same way you can train yourself to drink black coffee, I think, which is like uh, if you just do it enough times, you get you not only get used to it, you come to really enjoy it. But I, I mean, I. I have no interest in vodka or gin or any clear alcohol. Uh, I wrote a joke for Ron Swanson on Parks and Recreation who was offered uh, something. Or Ben Wyatt, uh, Adam Scott's character, uh, asked for like a gin and tonic. And Ron like overruled him and ordered him a whiskey. And he said clear alcohols are for rich women on diets, which (laughs) is one of my favorite Ron Swanson lines. Um, So, yeah, I have very little interest in other hard alcohols at all in any way, shape, or form. But whiskey, I do really love. Uh, The good thing and bad thing about being a whiskey lover is that every time there is any opportunity for anyone to buy you a gift, like if it's your birthday or if it's like Christmas or any kind of occasion where anyone would purchase you anything and they know that you're a whiskey lover, they get you a bottle of whiskey. And I... I don't, again, I don't drink that much. And I now have more bottles of whiskey than I could possibly drink <laughs> in my life. I real, I'm not kidding. Like I have, and I, and, and I also give a lot of them away to other people. Like I'll give them to gift as gifts to other people when I have an occasion to do so. And even then I can't get rid of it fast enough. And they're nice bottles of whiskey. They're like, you know, classy, the classy good stuff. But I just people know that I like it, and so they just get it for me all the time. And it's very nice. I don't want to tell them not to. That's a nice gesture. But now I'm, just, nice I'm, gesture. I'm swimming in whiskey. I have a swimming pool full of whiskey <laughs> in my house. Here's, here's what I, I like about whiskey. I'm not, a, I'm not a whiskey drinker at all and, and probably have not had whiskey in 10 years probably. Um, but in my experiences with drinking whiskey, what, what I love about it is it is, it is sort of the – the classic American drink, right? Like I like that it ties us back to the like the old West. The right. Cowboy like that's days, yeah. Right. Exactly. That's what they were drinking, right? And they would slam the whiskey thing on the table and and I love that. I love and I love the, you know, the idea of sort of whiskey inside of a beer and all those weird, you know, concoctions. <laughs> I love that. No, I do. I, I I respect like the I respect the history of whiskey. Um Whiskey is harsh though. Like I yeah. like like you know, if you're if you're sort of a first time drinker, which you know, I mean like I say, I'm I, I don't drink so very much. So um 
you know, so if you're somebody like me who's like, yeah, I'd like to, I feel like trying something tonight. You know what? I just, I just feel like going ahead and having some drinks or whatever. Not whiskey. Like there's no way. Cause I'm not, I'm not conditioned at all for whiskey. Like well, I think you do. You don't want to drink straight whiskey, but you could drink no. a whiskey based cocktail, like an old fashioned sure. or something. And then you're, you know, you get a little sweetness in there. It takes the edge off. I guess, I guess that's. <laughs> That's just that's a that's a lot of effort to me for whiskey. So I mean, again, I'm I'm totally I'm totally giving you on the pick. It's a, it's an excellent it's an all American pick that that I totally respect. Even though uh, much of it is not made in America, but yes, yeah, I know. I, well, I understand but, what you mean. Yeah, you know, I mean, yes, that is true. But as many all American things not made in America. I think that's <laughs> give, true. Give fair point. Yeah. <laughs> all right, I'm going to go with my third pick. My second pick is. It's just my pick. I'm not, I, I really have no defense for it because it's just my pick. Just because I drink 18 gallons of it a day uh, is, is Diet Coke. And, and I think Diet Coke, I think I, I think I get all the soft drink based. I mean, like if you want a specialty soft drink, that's fine. But like in general, I think Coke is Diet Coke and Diet Pepsi and regular Coke and Coke Zero. And so it's all of the, all of the various uh, Coke, Pepsi, even Dr. Pepper products, I think they're all sort of in the same thing. Because if you go into a a restaurant or a or a, a, a you know some place a bar and say, "Hey, I'd like a Diet Coke," and they don't have it, sometimes they'll tell you like, "Yeah, we only have Pepsi," and they'll sort of give you the option to like back out of your choice. Um, but more often than not, they'll just be like, "Yeah, we have Pepsi," and they're giving it to you already. It's sort of like this is. Same thing. So I'm thinking Coke, Pepsi, all those things. They're terrible for you. They're just, I, I don't even begin to want to know what what the <laughs> thousands of gallons of Diet Coke that I've drunk in, in the last like four days uh, have done to me. I, I don't even want to begin to know. Um, but I I love I love it. I do. I, I, it's, it's, it's gone from like a, well, you know, kind of something to drink and, and it keeps you, you know, it keeps you sort of alert and, you know, it obviously has the, the same stuff that coffee has and all that. Um, but no, somewhere along the way, like I, I would go to restaurants and everybody else will be drinking and I'll be thinking, I really want a Diet Coke. Like a Diet Coke sounds really good to me, uh, which is, is my own personal sickness. But, um, Diet Coke and and Coca Cola, there's your all American thing, and and it represents and the polar bears and the and the history and all that. So I'm going with Diet Coke. I mean, I don't even know how to calculate how badly you've blown this. <laughs> there's just no way around it, though. This wasn't this wasn't a choice pick. I mean, aren't they all choice picks though? What are you talking I, about? I, it's not a choice pick. If I drink, if 89% of what I drink is Diet Coke, there's no way that I can allow you to take Diet Coke. It's I'm my pick. I'm not going to take Diet Coke. Diet Coke is like poisonous <laughs> slurry that comes from like, when they make, they make like, a, you know, leather dye in a factory somewhere. And the residue from the process of making like dye, leather dye in a tannery they just bottle it and call it Diet Coke. <laughs> like, the, the, the Coke people are not going to be sponsoring the podcast anytime soon. <laughs> I mean, it, it's very bad for you is what it I'm saying. It is very bad for you. No, it is. It is. I don't, it's not it libelous is. to say that it's bad for you. It's, a, it's clearly bad for you, right? <laughs> I didn't say it was libelous to say it's bad for you. I said it's libelous to say that it's from like leathery, like, like leather... <laughs> 
<laughs> that's that's close to libelous, I would think. I guess By the way, you should be saying slanderous. Slanderous, right? we're, not we're libelous, saying this out right. loud. It's not libelous, right? Yeah. It's slanderous. Um, we can't be sued for libel. We can only be sued for slander. <laughs> <laughs> the, the great thing is, you're going to tell me about the health benefits of Diet Coke when you just take whiskey, for God's sake. Well, whiskey is an alcoholic beverage, and at least it has like a. I mean, it's it's obviously also terrible for you, but it's not a yes. chemical. It doesn't. It's not a chemical. It's not chemically bad. They didn't. They didn't invent a thing, and then <laughs> bottle it. There's they, no whiskey tree. Of course, they invented a thing. <laughs> it's just a distillation process from yes. like grains. It's not like there's no aspartame in whiskey. I'm gonna tell you what. You and I drink the same amount of whiskey and Diet Coke, and we'll see who's health-wise is better. I absolutely. Oh wait, no, you drink a lot of Diet Coke. I thought I drink you meant. A lot of if, I but I would happily drink one glass of whiskey a day if you drank one glass of Diet Coke a oh, day. Oh, I see. What you're yeah, no, you know what I mean? and like, you'd be right there. You would probably you'd win in that battle. But if you yeah. drank like twenty glasses of whiskey a day, like I drink twenty <laughs> things of Diet Coke, we're both dying. But I think you'll go first. Uh, yeah, you know, you've got me there. All right. Uh, I'm going to do something that's probably, uh, it's probably cheating and you're probably going to file a formal protest with the <laughs> front office and you're probably going to win, but I'm going to pick tea as my third pick because wow. I am claiming very dubiously that that includes both iced tea and hot tea. Wow. You're trying to get both of those with one. Pick. Yes. And it's not, I mean, it's, it's a terrible move on my part because it's very, <laughs> it's very easy for you to have me be overruled on this. I kind of knew that going in, but I'm going to try it. And then when you file your protest with Roger Goodell, by the way, people should know Roger Goodell also oversees the podcast. <laughs> uh, so when you file your protest with Roger Goodell, I, I think I'm in trouble, but you're in I'm a lot gonna, of trouble. I'm going to try it. I'm going to go with tea. Partly for the reason that it can be is delicious both iced and hot. Hot it tea, is. hot tea is not as great to me as coffee. Right. In that it's in the same family. Obviously, it's got a little bit of caffeine in it, and it's a yummy hot uh, beverage and stuff. But I, I do love hot tea. And when I'm trying in my life to drink less coffee, I drink tea, and it works pretty well. Okay. But also, I think iced tea next to water is the best drink on like a hot summer day i i tend to drink a lot of iced tea during the summer i find it to be delicious and it also unlike let's say off the top of my head diet coke has the advantage <laughs> of being a natural object that comes from nature instead of from a tannery from the slurry collector <laughs> under the leather dye uh tannery uh in like eastern new jersey that uh, diet coke comes from so I, the, the, uh, it's like a very, it's like a two way player. It's like a guy who's great on offense and defense. Uh, I'm going with T number three. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to, I'm definitely filing a protest because there's no question. I don't think anybody, including Roger Goodell, a very reasonable man, uh, <laughs> would argue that, that hot tea and, and iced tea are two different things. They're just totally, they're different things. They're just are. And, and it's not there. It's not. You cannot do it. You cannot pick both of them. However, we'll that's we'll that happens. Yeah, we will see because it's you know. By the way, he, he works. He works very slowly. So uh, I don't know when we'll get the final results, but when we do, it will be a ninety-page uh, report. Yeah, yeah, and it will and it will have nothing to do with my selection <laughs> of of tea. It will be some other completely other crime that he imagines I committed in some other facet of my life with all sorts of scientific evidence. Um, <laughs> All right, so so iced tea. Let's discuss iced tea for a minute. First of all, that's a great pick. I'm, I'm giving you the pick. I, I'm not going to rip your picks. Um, 
It's an excellent pick, and Ice T is is. Let's discuss this for a second. Obviously, I live in the South now. Uh, live in North Carolina. Sweet tea is like a thing here, right? That's yeah. like, in, in fact, it's not only a thing. Which I, look, I have no problem with it being a thing because who like who doesn't like a entire cup full of sugar in your mouth at any point? <laughs> so I don't have a problem with it being a thing. It's the default here. That's what bothers me. Right. It's like if you say, "Hey, I want tea." They assume you mean sweet tea, and and but there are like there are ways around it. Like my wife has figured out she's she's actually she seems to study this quite a bit. Uh, you can get half and half, which is your half sweet, half uh, half uh, unsweetened tea, or you can get uh, a, a unsweetened tea with a splash of sweet, which I like mm. that a lot, which is very interesting. Um, anyway, you know you being. You know, I, you, you haven't really spent a whole lot of time in the South, I would imagine, but you've certainly had your sweet tea. Is it an abomination? I don't think it's an abomination. It's not to my taste. It's too sweet uh, too by, sweet. by, by like a thousand definition. percent. Yeah. And uh, I, uh, the time I've spent in the South has mostly been in, in Texas because I sure, have, that's my, right. my mom's side of the family is all from Houston. So I spent a lot of time in Houston. And there, interestingly, their iced tea is what you would think of as iced tea. It's just iced black tea. And so I, sweet tea was a new phenomenon to me. Uh, I never had it until I was an, a, a deep adult into adulthood. So I, it, by the time, I think it might be different if I were raised on it. You know, if I had started drinking it when I was five or something, I'm, I might feel differently. I don't think it's an abomination. I just, I, I don't go, I'm not, I don't have a crazy sweet tooth or anything. So when I tasted it, to me, it just tastes like, like I'm um, being attacked. He's <laughs> like, I mean, literally attacked by my sweet receptors on the back of my tongue. All right. Well, it's it's a really, really good pick. With my third pick, I'm going to pick uh, one that uh, just because I just kind of feel like I have to. I mean, and first of all, it's a steal in the third round. Uh, but, I, I, but I'm telling you up front, I had to take Diet Coke first. Um, I'm going to take beer. Uh, with with my third pick, I, as as I mentioned before, I'm not a big drinker. If I do drink at this point, it, it will probably be a beer. Uh, the thing I like about beer, the, the well, there's several things I like about beer. One is beer is to me, at least at this point in our society, it is the most sort of community based drink that we have. You know, more than wine or or anything like that, because everybody has like their own favorite kind of beer and and you can fight about it and argue about it and and obviously there are the craft beers and then there's the imported stuff and there's like all different kinds of beers you go in there's like 35 beers totally baffling to me um you can do kinds all kinds of cool things with beer you can do the whole put the fruit in the beer which i don't know that i get but i've done it um all sorts of all sorts of cool things that you can do with beer. It's the it's the thing that everybody sort of when they comes over to your house to watch a game, that's the expectation. The expectation is not that you're going to have a tea or wine. It's that you're going to have beer, and it's it's definitely open season on you if you have like garbage beer like that nobody likes. That that's certainly enough of a reason for people to rip you. Uh, I like that. I like just the camaraderie that comes with beer, probably more than I like beer itself. Interestingly, I went to uh, do a story, probably, I don't know if this is interesting or not, that was the wrong way to lead into this. Um, <laughs> went to, to Las Vegas to do a story, and the story was going to be, and I actually never ended up writing it for reasons that are unimportant, um, 
But it was going to be, I, I met with a beer sommelier, whatever that is. There is a name for like a beer, like expert. And he uh, brought out like a bunch of different beers for me to try to find out what my beer is. Because my, my, my thought was, you know, if I'm in a place, I'm just, I'll just take whatever sort of the the beer of the house is. I, I tend to like them light if, if I'm having beer. Uh, but I'm like, hey, let me try, you know, a bunch of beers and you use what you know from whether I like it or don't like it to give me my own beer. And I am so embarrassed to say, maybe that's why I never wrote the story. I tried about 25 different beers, like little, little glasses of beers, which was really, really fun. And some of them were really good and some of them were disgusting. And, and it was, a real. I found that, what I really, if I have to have something, like if I'm gonna, if I'm gonna have friends over and I want to have a drink, that the drink for me is like a hard apple cider. I mean, that's just, a, <laughs> just the guy. The guy was so disappointed. He's like, I'm like, this is really good. He's like, that's a hard apple cider. That's I'm so, and I'm like, do you think I could pull this off? Do you think I? Do you think I? He's like, no, you can't pull off the hard apple cider. And he was but just. So wait, he ran this, is, off. this is insane, though, to me, because that revelation essentially means you don't like beer. I'm not a big beer guy. I told you, I'm so, taking beer. Why this, are is, you choosing, this is insane to me. You're choosing a drink no, you don't even like. Because there are podcast listeners right now going, third round, nobody's taking beer yet. So I felt like I needed to take beer as a value pick, not a huge beer drinker, no. But but I already got my Diet Coke, so I'm fine. This is, I mean, this is bizarre. This is one of the weirdest drafts you've ever had. As, as you yeah. knew it would be. You chose uh, the chemical runoff of a, of a leather dye process as your number two pick, and then you chose uh, a drink you don't even like as your number three pick. What are you I, even I like doing? It. I do like it. I just don't love Are you a beer drinker? Do you like no, beer? Beer's the worst. I hate beer. <laughs> I hate it. It's uh, to me. It's the most overrated. I've never understood it, and I've tried. And there, and I like most people. I've had friends who are like, "No, no, no. You're, you you got to drink this. It's made in uh, in the uh, in the you know basement of this artistic <laughs> colony in in like you know southern Oregon. They have this building, and in the basement they brew their own beer, and they it's bottled by you know Benedictine monks." And it's amazing. And you, it's like this is also gross. Like it's all gross to me. It's like it's, it's incredibly filling, for one thing. It it makes me have to urinate almost instantly. And and also everyone at every sporting event who's acting terribly, it's because of beer. Like well, that's true. That's because that's they don't sell whiskey at games. A, a totally fair point. But also, <laughs> they, but it's just I have so many negative associations with it. I, I yeah, just think I can see that. I just don't like the taste. I've never liked the taste of it. They're like once in a, I, you know what I really don't understand. I'll tell you this: is the idea of drinking beer when it's like when you're like um, there's two Thirsty. absurd there's two absurd myths about beer that in advertising. One of them is like it's like it's a hot day and you're outside yeah. and you drink a beer because you're thirsty. It makes you thirstier. It's obviously right. it's a diuretic. It drains water from your body. <laughs> That's crazy to me. And the other one that is hilarious is now the new like low carb beer oh, I know. thing where you'll see commercials where people are working out really hard. <laughs> Like run a CrossFit or like, you know, running and biking and they're like super in good shape. And then they grab like a Michelob Ultra or whatever those things are. Like you're not, you're not drinking that. You're drinking like a kale smoothie maybe or just like, you know, pu purified water. It does. It's, 
it's absurd. And I, I really like the the cult of beer in America is, I think, outrageous and 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 ridiculous. I don't understand it at all. So yeah, you, I I don't disagree with that. It. You've blown it super hard. Um, <laughs> by the way, I just by the got, way. I, I got a FedEx from the league office, and I've been suspended for four <laughs> podcasts by Roger Goodell uh, and fined a million dollars, and I've lost my second and fourth round picks in next month's uh, podcast draft. Wow. Yeah, wow. For, for, trying you, to get, you, for trying to get both kinds of tea with my third Are you pick. going to appeal? Uh, yes. So I appealed. So what happened is I appealed, and I instantly got a second FedEx envelope <laughs> That said, your appeal will be heard by impartial uh, Judge Roger Goodell. <laughs> yeah, 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 you're in a lot of trouble. I yeah, would say so, you're in a lot of trouble. So um, anyway, I smashed my cell phone, and I'm going to go in there and talk it out, <laughs> and we'll see what happens. Um, all right, so you, you're behaving very oddly and erratically, and it's throwing me off my game. But I, I'm going to go uh, with my fourth pick. I, for the uh, Honestly, for the same, I guess— by a little bit of the same rationale. No, you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna go with this. I'm gonna go with the orange juice as yeah, my fourth pick. So it's the best of the fruit juices in my mind for a couple of reasons. One is it tastes delicious. Second right. of all, there's actual nutritional value to it. There's a there's vitamin C in it, and it helps you when you're a kid. Your parents say like, drink this. It's got vitamin C, and they're not lying to you the way the parents lie to you a lot about stuff. Right. Uh, and it's, uh, it's, it's the crispest and most refreshing of all the fruit juices. Apple juice, I actually think is like more, maybe a tiny bit more delicious, but it's just so sugary and sweet for the same yeah. reason of, uh, uh, like I don't have a super sweet tooth. So, uh, uh, no fruit juice has been taken yet. We've been through six picks now. No fruit juice has been taken. I'm getting to my mind, the best available fruit juice at, in my fourth round, I feel like I'm kind of killing it right now. So I'll go orange <laughs> yeah. juice number four. I, I think I think it's a good pick. It's a solid pick. You could have gone apple juice. I mean, you really could have because because apple juice is delicious. I think orange juice is. There are a couple of things that are great about orange juice. One is, as as you said, um, it's it's so it's the it's really one of very very few things that are both delicious and good for you. I mean, as a kid, like, you know, you get older and you start getting some some different taste buds and whatever. But when you're a kid, like orange juice is delicious and it's good for you. There's almost nothing else that's, that's like that. Yeah. Uh, the second thing, it's a great, I always forget how, because, you know, I drink coffee uh, in the morning or even Diet Coke because nothing better in the morning than a little leather runoff <laughs> type thing. Um, but orange juice, I always forget until I have my orange juice in the morning. Orange juice is a fantastic morning drink. Oh, it's it the just, best. It's the best. It's just so, it just, you feel so much better after drinking like a glass of orange juice. Like, oh, that was great. I, I'm so happy. I was once in Jacksonville, Florida for a football game, uh, back when the Jaguars had a team and, um, <laughs> they, uh, I went into this place and it was like literally called like orange juice heaven or something. I, I don't remember. It was like a breakfast place. And I went in and and uh, ordered my breakfast and the waitress came back sheepishly and she said, I'm sorry, we're out of orange juice <laughs> in Florida. We were in Florida. <laughs> she said we're out of orange juice. And I just I just I hold on to that. I hold on to that orange juice is is precious and you might not be able to have anymore. I so, will say this. I will say this about orange juice. It has to be a high quality. 
Oh, that's orange true. Juice, like, there's a massive difference between the real, like, just a bunch of oranges were squeezed into a into a container kind of orange juice, and the like, the crummy low grade, yes. like from concentrate or whatever that stuff is. That stuff is disgusting. But the real. The real high quality, like we just squeezed oranges and took their juice, that's great. I will also say, very controversially, and I get made fun of a lot for this, I go pulp in my I was going to just ask you. I was just going to ask you. Yes, and I I don't begrudge anybody thinking that they don't like that because it is a little odd, but I I would go like maximum pulp level (laughs) if every time. I'd like 30% pulp is what you're saying. Yeah, I would have it be like you have to scoop it out with with a spoon. (laughs) Have an orange. What do you need the the, the juice for? I I hear you, but I feel like I just love it when it's pulpy, partly because... Because I think it feels like you're really getting the the pure product. Like it, it makes me feel like yeah, they just they they peeled a bunch of oranges and squished them into a cup, and now I'm drinking it. It feels it just tastes delicious. It is good. Me. It is good. So you're making an, a, a peanut butter and jelly sandwich using the same side of the bread and same knife for your peanut butter and jelly, which is just astonishing. Just the correct uh, way to do it. Go ahead. And then drinking pulpy. No, uh, here's the thing. Juice. The one I the one real beef I have with orange juice is it does not pair well with peanut butter and jelly. Really? I don't think it does. Yeah, I don't think the flavor palette is compatible. And uh, and I don't know why that is. I've just never enjoyed. I think it's because the the jelly or whatever you're using is a different kind of fruit and it's already kind of sweet, you know. But I can't eat a peanut butter and jelly sandwich and drink a glass of orange juice at the same time. Don't. Well, what do you it. drink when you? What do you drink when you're having? Usually, a- honestly, usually water because I just want to yeah. like savor the taste of the most perfect <laughs> meal available to humans. But if I had to drink a non-water-based thing, I don't know. I mean, milk. Yeah, but I don't like to drink milk. No, I don't either. Um, I don't know. That's not gonna be my next pick. <laughs> um, that's a that's that's orange juice is a, is a fine pick. I've got two. I'd like to get both of them. Um, so I really am deciding which order. I don't think you're gonna pick either one of these. Um, but I'm trying to based on on what I think your sort of pattern has become. I'm going to go with lemonade as my as my uh, fourth pick, and 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 uh, hope that I, my fifth pick makes it. Um, I think the way that most people feel about tea is the way I feel about lemonade. Uh, I love lemonade. I don't want it super duper sweet. I, I don't like that. Like when it gets it's a lot like tea in the same way. Um, I just think the combination of lemon and and water. Uh, with just a dash of sugar is just about the perfect sort of refreshing drink. It's funny you say that about beer drink that nothing, nothing seems to me more disgusting than on a hot day to drink a beer like that. I, I know that does mean a lot to a lot of people like a cold beer like that, that, that is gross to me. It's just like that idea is gross, but lemonade, like in that moment, is like perfect, like perfect. And it wouldn't even have to be like just very, very light lemon, you know, just a, a lemon flavor with the water is really good. A full blown lemonade is really, really good. I I love lemonade. I'm, I'm going with lemonade. It's the first sensible pick you've made. Well, coffee was a sensible <laughs> pick, but lemonade's a sensible pick at four. I will say the problem, the fundamental problem with lemonade is the fruit itself obviously is very sour and then the sugar is is what's used to sweeten it. And it's a real narrow zone of 
enough sugar to take the extreme tartness out of the lemon flavor, but not so much that you tip over into excessively sweet. You really, you really, when it's done right, when the ratio is correct, it's delicious, but yes. it's, re, it's real easy to ruin lemonade, I think. I and think that's 100% kind of, right. It's, yeah, like the canned lemonades that you can buy oh, in stores oh, and stuff, oh. th- those just go so far over the edge. It's hard to find a good lemonade, I guess is what I'm saying. Well, I think we, I'm really making it yourself. The homemade lemonade is delicious. Um, but you're 100% right. There's like a it's – like, it's like trying to take the funny bone out in operation. I mean it's like it's razor thin. And you can, you can one extra even like ta- teaspoon – or tablespoon of of sugar will ruin the lemonade and make the lemonade yeah. like not really drinkable in in some ways. I am surprised. I mean, I, I think a lot of people like you go to you go to restaurants or or you know and and you go over to people's houses. Generally speaking, people seem to get the ratio pretty close. And and uh, yeah, I'm I'm a big lemonade guy. Um, I just got a FedEx envelope from Roger Goodell. <laughs> And apparently I've been fined $250,000 for publicly discussing the details of the ongoing investigation into me trying to choose both hot tea and iced tea with my third pick in the draft. Does he know that you destroyed your phone? Uh, no, he doesn't know that yet. So I assume I'm, yeah, here's, okay, here's the next envelope. I just got an envelope. Uh, I've been fined $2 million for destroying my cell phone. Destroying your cell phone. Yeah, you know so what was on that cell phone? There's no question in my mind, all sorts of tea. Discussions. Yeah, just pictures of uh, pictures of like glasses of iced tea and cups of hot tea. <laughs> oh, I, I'm, by the way, good good call. Destroying your phone, we, yeah. it could have been so much worse if you think about it. Um, I for my fifth pick here, I really have an embarrassment of riches because I've already won. So this is just gravy <laughs> at this point. I uh, I was gonna pick wine. Uh, I was going to pick wine because wine is very sociable and it's kind of like a nice drink to have at dinner with your friends and stuff. But there's a lot about the wine and wine culture that I think is kind of BSE and I don't really buy into. For one thing, I think that like 95% of wines all taste roughly the same. Roughly the same. Yeah, like within like 5%, like the different, and they've actually done studies on this. You know, they're famous studies where like even the greatest wine experts couldn't really discern between like a 19, you know, 64 Chateau Lafitte Rothschild or whatever and like a bottle of $25 wine that you bought in a grocery store. Um, so I, I, I do like to drink wine from time to time, but, uh, but there's too much about it. The halo around wine, I don't, really, uh, I don't really go for. So instead, just to like drop the mic here, I'm going to pick hot chocolate. Oh, you chocolate. Hot... I totally. Would you, have taken <laughs> lemonade? Would you have taken lemonade if I went with hot chocolate? Lemonade was on my list. I might have. Oh. Yeah. I, oh. I might have. Maybe, I, maybe it was a no win. I should have not taken beer. That was my problem. Yes, or Diet Coke. No, or, Diet Coke I had to take. That was not an option. Well, hot chocolate is like, I mean, it's it's a very narrow. Hot chocolate is the beverage equivalent of like Devin Hester, right? <laughs> they, it does one thing, and, and but it does, does it better than any other yeah. option that you have. So hot chocolate on a cold day anywhere in the world, if it's snowing, if it's like, if it's freezing cold weather, if it's winter time, if it's the holiday time in December, and you're in front of a fire or you're with your kids or whatever, the thing that you want to be drinking at that moment is hot chocolate. And it, and it, at the right moment, much like Devin Hester, hot chocolate can be a real <laughs> game changer. Like it can, re- like it can really like, the, you could be having a really great day 
and you're and you're like it's snowing outside and you're with your friends or family and then you're like oh my god hot chocolate and when you get that <laughs> cup of hot chocolate it, you're just so happy you're happier than any if you were drinking anything else in the world so for my fifth pick just to top off this obliteration i'm going hot chocolate yeah, I, well, you know, it was my pick. It was going to be my pick. I, I just had them both right next to each other, lemonade and hot chocolate, and I wanted so badly to both of them. The thing about hot chocolate is you will drink, I don't know, you, you're in California, you might not even do this much, but in North Carolina and, and traveling to some cold weather places, I'll probably have hot chocolate I don't know, four times this year, maybe, maybe, maybe four or five, yeah. maybe, maybe not even that many, maybe three, three, four, five times this year, I'll have hot chocolate. I will remember every one of them, like That's every, right. because they're all there. It's going to be perfect. Cause I'll never have hot chocolate without like a reason. Like I will never like on a 60 degree day, even, you know, just go, oh, I just feel like hot chocolate. No, never. That would never happen. Nope. But Anytime it's freezing, anytime you get snow and you're in the snow, there is literally nothing. None of the drinks that we've mentioned touches hot chocolate on that day. So like that one day, it's like the greatest thing on planet Earth is hot chocolate. And then uh, every other day, it's whatever. It's that you, you wouldn't even think about it uh, with marshmallows or without marshmallows. I go no marshmallows. I know it's we'll controversial. Will you yeah. will you not drink it if there are marshmallows in it? No, I'm fine if there's marshmallows. I just okay. don't my my like default setting is no marshmallows. But like but also when there are marshmallows, I'm like, great, marshmallows. Who doesn't love marshmallows? <laughs> <laughs> All right, now I gotta go completely different with my fifth pick. Now my my youngest daughter, uh Katie uh, when she found out, first of all, she'll be so upset I took beer because she knows I don't really drink. So she'll and, be very and upset. And that you don't even like it. <laughs> I'm not even that big a beer fan, no. Yeah. But I'm telling you what, and we'll see how this goes because, as you know, we'll find out who won this draft. My taking beer, even as late as I did and as squeamishly as I took it, will be the difference and people will think I won this draft because of oh beer. I'm just, just telling you that right up front. Um so she wanted me to take root beer. That was like, she loves root beer. Just lo We just did a, we actually did a co-story for a magazine here in, in North Carolina. Uh, a magazine asked me to do a story about root beer that I co-wrote with my youngest daughter. She just uh, loves root beer. So she really wanted me to take root beer. Uh, I love her deeply. I'm not taking root beer. Um, so, but but I'm going to take the closest thing to, to hot chocolate that's left on the board it is it, it it is not hot chocolate. It is not going to be at that level. However, the two times this year, two or three times this year, I have a chocolate milkshake. Uh, I will feel like. And by the way, Roger Goodell would have literally killed you if you tried to take choc like hot chocolate and chocolate milkshake as one thing. Like oh, I wouldn't. I would never have even attempted that. That's, <laughs> that would be yeah. That's that's suicide. That's suicide. Yeah. There, there's no way you could. The tea thing was such a was such a push. Um, but the two or three times that I have a chocolate milkshake this year, uh, will be great. Will be absolutely fantastic. It's not really even a beverage. I mean, you really almost need a drink with it because it's just ice cream essentially. Um, but I love a good chocolate milkshake. I love I, that's there. I will have my days, you know, and you're, you're in California. So, you know, uh, if, if I don't know what you even think about, uh, in and out burger, but if you're doing the In-N-Out burger with the with the burger and the fries and the chocolate milkshake, that is like just about the perfect meal uh, for me. 
couldn't be worse for you, but but delicious. Uh, so I'll go ahead and take a chocolate milkshake with my fifth pick. You still, there's a slight redemption for you here at the very oh, good. end. Good. I yeah, I, I mean, it's almost it's almost pushing the boundaries of the definition of beverage a little <laughs> bit because you're right. It's just ice cream that is like slightly more melty. But a, a, a chocolate milkshake is the same thing. It's in the same category as hot chocolate, which is like specific scenario. Yes. Like best option in a very specific scenario. Right. And that's like where you just if you have the craving for when you have the craving for a chocolate milkshake, nothing else will do. Right. Right. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, I it's, that's, it's not bad. It's not uh, it's a decent pick at five, I would say. It's not it's not hot chocolate. I, and, you know, you should have taken wine uh, because, by the way, you, you've got a little bit of that wine kind of sore in you, don't you? A little what bit are you talking about. No, not you, the, know, the you know, you know, wine opposite. a little bit. I know nothing about wine, and I have no interest in knowing anything about wine. I've like I, I uh, when you for, go to a restaurant and order wine, you know what you're doing. Yes, I, I know exactly what I'm doing. I'm ordering the third least expensive bottle of wine that is available to me because it's embarrassing to order the least expensive. If you order the second least expensive, you know that they know that you're only doing that because it's the second least expensive. So I order the third least expensive. And by the way, on the rare occasion that my wife and I have been somewhere celebrating an anniversary or or you know or traveling abroad or something, I will find, I'll ask, a, you know, for a recommendation and I'll get a bottle of wine. It'll be some expensive e bottle of wine that's, you know, whatever, at 90 bucks or something or 100 bucks. And it's like, oh, it's a special occasion. It's our anniversary. We'll splurge for this bottle of wine. And it's like, oh, this is very good. It, I would have had the same exact reaction if we had gotten a $25 bottle of wine. Most wine that you can get anywhere tastes pretty good. And I, I look, I don't begrudge people who have very specific wine palettes. Like, I have a fairly specific whiskey palette just because I know more about it and I know that there's things I like and things I don't like but I I a little bit call cry foul on the idea that there's like a a massive difference between many of the different kinds of grape wine that is available to you I have a very specific Diet Coke palette <laughs> like I I need my Diet Coke it needs to be the exact right comp, uh, carbonation uh, exactly as much leather runoff uh, sure. sludge as possible. Um, yeah, so I, you know, I do, but which, but, but does bring to this question bottled water, okay? Yeah. Uh, once more, I've got a friend uh, who I'll even tell you who this friend is Mike Vaccaro of the, of the uh, uh, New York Post, columnist in New York Post. Mike is such a big water drinker. I mean, he will drink, you know, he drinks some tea, but essentially he drinks water and he will drink like 10 glasses of water at a meal. I mean, he's, he, he drinks his water. He swears that he can taste the difference between various different kinds of bottled water. Like he can tell you that like Evian water is better than like whatever, you know, and then Fiji water is good. And that this other water the Dasani water is not good and like he he can absolutely taste the difference in water and I cannot can you can you taste the difference in those they're all the same right no in fact I'll, I'll tell a brief story before we wrap this up the late Harris Whittles who was a wonderful comedy writer who tragically passed away a few sure. years ago uh he made the same claim one day in the Parks and Recreation writer's room and I and he was like yeah I can tell the difference I can name every kind of bottled water and I said there's no way that's accurate and he was like, test me. So we got four different kinds of bottled water and poured them into identical cups. And we had five rounds 
of anyway, and I don't remember what four brands they were. We did five rounds of it or something, and he tasted each one, and he tasted them very daintily, like a like a sommelier <laughs> would sipping wine, and got it exactly right every single round. Oh my gosh, that's incredible! Yeah. Yes, and there were some, and there were like people who were like, "Oh, let's pull a trick on him and do all four of them as the same kind." I was like, "No, I actually want to know whether he can do this." And he he got every single one right, and I was like, "All right, well, fair enough." And you know, t- to be fair, I would say when I drink bottled water, which isn't very often, because I I really try not to drink bottled water because it's so terrible for the environment to keep you know using all these plastic bottles. But I feel like I get, I can kind of, I taste a little different. There's a slight difference, like, between the different brands. I kind, I get it, and I'm sure it has something to do with, like, the mineral content of the, whatever, the spring where it's from, and or the processing process or the bottling process, whatever. I can kind of taste it. I don't, I don't think I could do it in a blind taste test. But I do agree that they do have very, very slightly different kind of taste to them. Do you not taste any difference? No, I can. I mean, like for Fiji water, I would say I because that's my preferred brand of water uh, because it's probably the coolest looking bottle and and the worst for the environment. Um, <laughs> and I I can taste a little bit different. By the way, that when Harris Whittles did that, honestly, and I mean this in in complete sincerity, is that one of the five most amazing things you've ever seen anybody do? No, um, that's pretty impressive. I gotta I, it, say, it was. I gotta say, it was very impressive. Uh, he was an impressive guy in a lot of sort of meaningless ways, you know. <laughs> um, and so I wouldn't even necessarily say it was one of the most impressive things I saw him do. But it, oh, but wow. I have to say, but it was surprising. I, I was. I was, and and by the way, the the announcements were instantaneous. Like he would like take a little sip and take a second and go like that's Evian, and then he would take a little sip and go that's Dasani. Like it, it wasn't like he he had to like really think about it or try them again. He just w- knew very quickly which one was which. It was very impressive. Well, I'm I gotta say I, I wasn't in the room. I'm thoroughly impressed now that he did that. <laughs> I just think that's incredibly cool. I'm gonna have to have my Mike. I'm gonna ask Mike Vaccaro if he can. Uh, if he can do that. So Set up a all right, well, I'm, I'm, yeah. before, before I let you go, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do this really quick. We did it. <laughs> we, we, we did it. That would, I just wanted one last meaningless thing to end this meaningless thing. So as always, thank you. You know what? I'm sorry. Before I sign off, <laughs> one last meaningless thing to end this meaningless thing is now Absolutely the official tagline of the <laughs> podcast. You know what's funny what is is I brought back um the the old theme. The old theme. I, I don't know if you oh, remember great. it. Yeah, yeah. And and so I was actually thinking, you know, I think we had like a little it's been so long ago, I think we had like a little contest where we actually had people send in right. theme songs. Uh if anybody wants to come up with a theme song with that as their slogan right there, like that is the, that's another meaningless thing to end this meaningless thing. If you okay, want to, wait, if you, I, I would say this though, it shouldn't be our actual tagline. What it should be is we should institute a new segment at the end of every podcast <laughs> where it's like, okay, we're now done. And now for our final segment, one last meaningless thing to end this meaningless thing. And then each of us gets to say whatever we want about any subject. I love that. Great. I okay. Love that's that. it for now on. From now on, we're doing that. It'll be the end of every podcast, whether it's the normal podcast proper, the mothership, as we like to call it, <laughs> or the draft. They will now end with, okay, and now one last meaningless thing to end this meaningless thing. And then I'll say something thing. meaningless, and then you'll say something meaningless, and that'll be the end. I love it. I Great. absolutely love it. All right, we'll start that next week. As always, 
Thank you. Thank you for having me.